Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. Welcome back to Inside the Den. Today's topic is mental and emotional well-being and our guest is Marla Gentile. Marla is the Director of Counseling Services at Lees McRae College. Welcome to the show today, Marla. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, appreciate you taking the time to do this. I'm sure you have a very active schedule right now with all that's going on. But, you know, us coaches, as much as we focus on the physical uh, side of preparation for competition and all of that, you know, the mental and emotional side of things is as important, I feel, as the physical side. Uh, and so I wanted to explore this this topic with you and give the listeners uh, your perspective and, and maybe some advice and counsel on coping mechanisms and tips and advice for them to consider and follow through on to just help them get through what we're going through and be better prepared for when we get on the other side of this. So maybe share with the listeners a little bit just right out of the gate, you know, kind of what you do and what you are doing um, with the, the people that you're working with now. Okay. Well, as you know, of course, the school has gone virtual in terms of academics, but it's also gone virtual in terms of activities and in terms of what we do at the Counseling Center. So I am available to see students remotely that have any issues or problems that they'd like to explore um, or to find solutions for. Um, And just like they would come to the Counseling Center, they could make an appointment with me or um, we have two other therapists available. Um, to have regular counseling sessions remotely. And this is a really difficult time for our students. Um, It's very unusual, and it's very different than what they're used to. Well, and so, Uh, you know, it's great to know that, um, you know, the upside to this is that we do have that opportunity to do video recordings and video sessions. And, and, you know, uh, you've mentioned to me before about how, uh, you know, this is for everyone on campus, but that you do work with a lot of athletes uh, on the teams. You work with the coaches, and and so maybe share a little bit of insight on how you help uh, the athletes and the teams be the best they can be, and then how you're doing so through uh, the current situation. Okay. Well, um, normally in a normal school year, as we did have the first semester this year was was pretty usual, um, I will reach out to the coaches and they will reach out to me um, for a variety of reasons. They may have a, um, a team member, a student that is having some issues and they would like me to speak with that person or their team may be having some issues and I might be able to help and, and come into that. Um, I did do several workshops this year uh, for a few of the teams um, in regards to mindfulness. So what that really means is that I very strongly believe 
that there is a mind-body connection. And it's not just my belief. I mean, that is something that's pretty well known right now. So there's a mind-body connection. So what you're feeling emotionally and mentally is going to affect how you perform in your athletics. And so through mindfulness, um, we were able to work on some of the skills needed to to focus, to to be able to um, be in your sport so you're playing better and you're able to be present. So that was that is something that I generally like to offer to athletics. At this time, however, um, I know that the athletes in particular are having a very difficult time adjusting to what we're going through right now because this period of time is really traumatic for a lot of people. Some people deal with it better than others. Some people have better coping skills than others. Some people have better home situations than others. Um, Everybody's situation is going to be different, so their stress level right now is going to be different. But a couple other things that are um, extremely pertinent to athletes um, have to do with grief and loss. Athletes tend to... um, define their sport um, as part of who they are, a very big part of who they are. Their sport defines them. And although I sometimes, when I work with athletes, I try to get them to see that there are other parts of them, there is a very big part that is defined by the sport. So if you're not able to do your sport right now, and this happens during other periods of time too. I have um, athletes that come and they're injured they need to take time off, and that's, they can really sink into a depression when that happens because it's a loss. Yep. So right now, there, there's a lot of losses in terms of my teammates, you know, not seeing them. I, don't have, I feel like I don't have their support right now. I'm not doing my sport. I don't have my coach. Um, plus the losses of, you know, I don't have my professors, and maybe I was very close to a professor. No, I don't have some of the my friends, my roommates. Um, this time is very, very different, and it is a feeling that's very close to grief. I can relate to that. As a, as a coach, I can relate to that. It's uh, that sense of loss and feeling as though, um, you know, you're uh, you're. It's not even a, a matter of missing out. You just know that there's a big chunk of your life that's just not there. Doesn't have that presence. But you know, we're all turning to to new uh, methods and techniques and strategies uh, to overcome that. And those are helping, but it doesn't feel that that void of that personal contact that we're so accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Well, I've spoken to some of the staff and faculty that are feeling the same way. I mean, you know, you can you feel close with your team, you know, just like they feel close with their students. I mean, this is a small school with a very small community. And so our, we're like family at least McCray. So it's like, it's just like a lot of us can't see our families right now because of this pandemic. We can't see our Lee's McCray family. Mm-hmm. Same kind of feeling of loss. Well, I've and had it can be uh, overwhelming. It is overwhelming, you know. I've of the conversations I've had with uh, our athletes, uh, 
you know, one of the questions I'm asking is, you know, what do you miss most about about Lee's McRae? And it's been interesting to hear uh, their feedback on that. So it's some, you know, some of the things that they have said have been surprising, and it's the simple things. This is the the little things that we tend to take for granted when it's right there in front of us, but you know, this is definitely a, a reminder for all of us to not ever take anything for granted. And, and then, you know, and then we've got to cope and deal with it after the fact. So, you know, as you're doing these counseling sessions now, uh, you know, what are some, some advice that you're giving to, to, uh, to students on uh, how best to approach this and how best to be in a good position mentally and emotionally? Well, um, I can give you some standard advice that I'm giving, but I, I just wanted to kind of reiterate that the stress level is going to depend on what kind of situation you're in presently. Mm-hmm. So everyone's a little bit different, um, but what I'm finding is that most of the students are having a really hard time adjusting to learning online and being able to make that switch. Um, which in some ways is surprising because our students, you know, are pretty um, savvy when it comes to technology, but I just think that they're more used to the interaction of a classroom, and a lot of what they're doing is more independent. And so it's just a big switch. It's an adjustment. I mean, I do believe that if this became the norm, which it's not going to be, but... Um, that eventually they would be able to adjust to it. But it happened very quickly, sort of in a shocking sort of way, and um, and it's hard to adjust. So some of the advice you know, that I've been giving is, as far as the academics, you know, try not to get overwhelmed with the work and try to put it into, like, little chunks mm. so that... You know, every day you're doing a a piece of something, and you're thinking about a piece. So today I'm going to do my science paper, you know, and I'm not going to think about my English paper until I'm done with this and I take a break. You know, so instead of thinking about all the different things that are due and on your head at one time, I think it's a lot. And so I also think that taking breaks, um, is really important. Yes. Um, in the classroom, we do sort of take breaks. We have discussion. We might turn around and, and just, you know, talk to somebody. You're all alone, and you're trying to focus. And for some people, focusing is really difficult. The isolation is really difficult, and it definitely um, will contribute to a feeling of not being motivated. So... Um, you know, taking it in pieces and taking breaks. The other thing is creating a schedule because mm-hmm. we're used to our lives being structured. I mean, we wake up at a certain time. Some of the students know they have to go to work study, you know, on Tuesday and Wednesday is this class. And so now there's like this void in structure. Some people need structure a lot more than others, and for those people, it's going to be even more difficult. So what I do suggest to the students is make a structure, you know, um, make a calendar, you know, get, write it down if you have to. Sometimes it doesn't always work on your phone because you don't look at your phone. 
So, yeah. you know, put it somewhere that you can see it. And every day, try to get up at the same time. You know, every day, create your day as if it was on, um, a, you know, on a calendar. Yeah. So that you feel like, okay, well, I'm going to wake up at 9 o'clock, and the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do a little, you know, I'm going to eat breakfast, then I'm going to do a little bit of exercise, then I'm going to study between 11 and 1, you know, and I'm going to study this specific thing today. So I think, you know, to have a schedule is really, really important right now, and to kind of hold yourself to it, you know, even if you have to create little rewards for yourself, if mm-hmm. you... You know, finish something. You're you're able to go outside for a walk. You know, mm-hmm. if you finish this at this time. So I think that's important. I think that using some affirmations mm. are important, so that you wake up and you try to put some positive thoughts in your head. We've been putting affirmations on the day, um, and we've been putting it on the on um, Instagram. Okay. Student Affairs has been putting things on Instagram on a you know weekly basis, and also putting some tips for the day. So we've I've been working with Student Affairs in terms of doing a lot of wellness type activities for people. You need to I, I tell the students you need to be looking in those places. You need need to be looking at the den. You need to be looking at, at on Instagram because you're going to get some help that way. And if you go on the den and you do participate in activities that maybe you never participated before, you never reached out to any clubs before because you've been involved with your athletics. And and when you say the den, you're talking about the online app that the college has. Right, right. Because we are offering things where people can other people virtually mm, okay so we have you know have something called tea time once a week where you can actually you know it's like a little chat group um that we you know we present a topic so in that way you can see people you know and it feels less isolating yeah so just look, you know try to look and see what the school has to offer you um you know think about all the um, aspects of wellness, because this is really a time for self-care. So you're going to try to take care of yourself physically as well as you can by protecting yourself, by being safe right now, you know, staying away from groups of people, trying to create that six-foot distance. But you also want to think about eating really healthy. This is a time where people gain weight because they're sitting around all day. So you want to really think about that not happening and trying to eat healthy foods. Um, this is a time when people just sleep a lot, mm-hmm. and that's not going to be a good thing. I mean, it's important, yes, but you need to be listening to your body, and you need to get up, create that structure, put some exercise in your day, because that's going to be really important for your body and your mind. Yeah. That connection, that you know, mind-body connection, and for your mind, you know, I, we offer um, the school is offering the meditation classes. Um, I'll be happy if somebody reaches out to me to teach them how to meditate or do some meditation with them. Those types of things are going to be important for you right now emotionally. 
we're doing um, we're doing yoga virtually. We're doing a stretch class virtually. I mean, look on you know the app, the dance for those things, so that you can move. It's really important to be moving around. Mm-hmm. If you're going to sit around all day, just get up late and sit around. That's going to if you're already feeling kind of depressed, that's going to play into it. That's mm-hmm. going to contribute to it. Yeah, I, I so think, just, I think your bigger point there, you know, that, that that really stands out to me as I'm listening is that, you know, it's it's unlikely that it's going to be just one thing that's going to get you through. But if you can use all these different tools uh, at the right time, then and choose the things that you enjoy. Uh, and 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 need that you know you you have a lot of opportunities and resources at your fingertips that uh, that if you just try them that it's going to positively affect you and and to use Absolutely. all you know yeah and to use all these different uh, tools and opportunities you have and uh, and if you do you're you're going to feel better you're going to think better you're going to act better. And uh, and then, you know, get that p- good positive momentum that you want and need. And one of the things I've been, uh, you know, speaking to my team about is, uh, yeah, those same things you just talked about. It's about routine, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, establishing a good, healthy routine and uh, and then taking breaks, you know, go outside for a walk and break things up just Think about the things you would do on campus and try to replicate that as much as you can. Exactly. And exactly. and I think uh, I mean I'm having to do that. Uh, I otherwise you you yeah you can get yourself into a a down uh, mental or emotional state if you just sit in your house all day waiting for things to get better when you can take things into your own right. hands so to speak. Exactly. And what I really believe about that is there are, there are things in this world that we cannot control. And that, and this is one of them. We cannot control what's going to happen with this pandemic. But there are so many things that we can, can control. You know, we can control what we do every day. We can, we can, it may be different, but we have control over it. You know, we ha- we do still have control over our lives, and that's something that we need to recognize and see. And um, one thing that, you know, I do want everybody to know is that you can reach out. There are so many people that you can reach out to. You can reach out to me, and I will be happy to help you figure out how to create structure, how to lessen your stress, how to make this a better time for you. You can reach out to our chaplain. They're still doing, you know, 555, and he's doing some virtual things as well um, online. You can reach out to anybody in student affairs, you know, is willing to help you, the dean, um, Kelsey, Hannah, I mean, any of those people, Riley, we're willing to help you. And you can reach out to, if you're having trouble academically, reach out to your professors because we all know that this is a really hard time. And we, as our Lisa Craig family, you know, we want to help you reach out to your coach. Well, you know what, let me, let me interject there for just a second, because you're, you're bringing up a sort of a hot button for me personally. And it's one that I'm going to be touching on with the team in the coming days is as coaches, of course, we stress this a lot. And I'm, I want, 
for you to maybe expand on this, the notion of uh, asking for help. You know, even when mm-hmm. things are going well, ask for help. When things are not going well, ask for help. And how people like yourself, us coaches, professors, staff members, that we're here because we want to help you and and to encourage the students and the athletes to ask for help and how how that will help accelerate your growth when you do that versus not asking for help. Can you maybe talk about that a little bit because it is a big hurdle that I see, you know, with my team and other people on campus is just the mere act of asking for help. Well, I think some people are embarrassed or ashamed or they've grown up thinking that they have to do everything by themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just not true. You know, there are times when we do need help, and there's nothing weak about that. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't... I, I, I really hate when clients come in and they say, I'm having so many mental health issues. And then we start talking, and they're not really having mental health issues. They just, you know, they just need a little help right now. They're just sad, or they're afraid. Or those are not, these are feelings mm-hmm. that are normal. Mm. Like right now, mm. whatever you're feeling right now, I can tell you, is pretty normal. People are yep. feeling scared. People yep. are feeling sad. They're feeling lost. However, sometimes, for some people who already have existing Issues that might be exacerbated from this, or sometimes you, you know you may not be used to having such intense feelings. This is a time to reach out. But really, what what you just said is true. Any time is a time to reach out. Yep. It's okay. We, you know, people need support. Your human beings need support. And yes, it will helping. You know, reaching out to helpers um, will help you. In, in every way in your life, in your sports, you know, in your um, academics. And it's okay. We're, we're part of your team. Well, and you know what? I think, it, that, you that... know, Go ahead. I think Mr. Rogers said something once, like, you know, when you're afraid, look for the helper. Yeah. And, you know, our students are lucky because they have so many helpers. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and I think a lot of times, and we're all guilty of this, is that us asking for help, for that person we know that can help us, th- that helper, they need it as much as we need that help, you know? And, mm-hmm. and, and just that symbiotic relationship that exists there, how important it is for us helpers to be provided that opportunity to provide our knowledge and experience and our guidance because... You know, that's why we got into this. You know, that's why we became a coach. Right. It's why you became a counselor. It's why uh, exactly. professors came to Lee's McRae to teach. And and without it, I mean, I've kind of jokingly said to my team a few times, like, why am I here? You know, why am I here if not to help you be a better person and a better athlete? And so that takes work. You actually have to work at that, and it's an active process. And uh, I just right now, of all times, if there's something to work on, asking for help, that might be step one. Yeah, definitely. And I think you bring up a really good point in that I love when I see somebody succeed. I love, 
you know, right now I'm feeling kind of helpless because I feel like, well, what can I do? You know, yeah. what can I do to help people in this situation? So when somebody comes to you and they want help, it, it's I want to do that. Yep. You know, that's something that that I want to do. That is why I I got into this field. And so you know, I think that a few people realize that, but I think a lot of them have gotten messages about asking for help means that you're either weak or you have some type of mental deficiency. And, you know, that's not the case. And no. in the cases, we all need help sometimes. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, well, so one final thing I want to touch on, and this is a thought that I have had myself, and um, and I wanted to get your perspective and take on it, is, you know, here we are, and, and here in North Carolina, our timeline is uh, unique in that we're about halfway through our stay-at-home order. And, of course, we're all hoping and anticipating that we turn the corner at the end of the month or the 1st of May. And, and of course, all of this is with the intention that, that we just maintain good health. But we're going to emerge on the other side of this soon. Uh, what advice do you have? Uh, for for athletes about being ready, you know, actually being ready mm-hmm. when that time comes, you know, and not waiting until then. This is the thought that I've had lately about being ready to hit the ground running whenever whatever normalcy is going to be then to be ready for it. Um, just advice on being prepared for when things do get better. Uh, wh- what do you kind of you know, foresee for that with our students and our athletes. Granted, they're at home during the summer. It's going to be a few months before they come back to campus. But how can they be best prepared uh, for when things do turn around? We've said all these things and given given the advice of the the habits and structure and all. But you know, then there is that moment when it happens. What are some things they should be thinking about when that does take place? Well, I think that. Most of us do have some extra time on our hands right now. I mean, I realize that there are students that are in situations that are um, very difficult and they may not have the luxury of having extra time, but most of us do, and I think we can use that time kind of for self-reflection. It's like, let me look at my last semester on my team, like, you know, what could I have done better to be a better teammate? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what could I have done better to be a kinder teammate? Um, what can I do to enhance my skills? You know, what did I not do last, last time that I... You're, you're, breaking up. you're breaking up a little bit there. Oh, uh, can you hear me now? A little bit better, yes. Okay. You know, what, what can I do that I didn't do last time to enhance my skills. And what can I be doing right now, you know, to enhance my skills? How can I condition myself? How can I take the time to condition myself um, through, you know, nutrition and through stress management and exercise? And, you know, what can I be doing to, to be a healthier person? I think that, in some ways, this is going to change some people because it does give us time to think about, you know, wow, I really miss my friends. Maybe I could be a better friend. You know? mm. I miss my team. Maybe I could be a better teammate. 
or I miss my sport and maybe I could do it better, you know, next time. So I think to get ready, A, is to really think about it, self-reflect, you know, think about how I can do it better when I come back. And then to make sure that physically, you know, you keep up with what you need to do. I know that you guys do a lot of conditioning aside from just, um, you know, sports-specific training. So to do some of that conditioning, there are ways to do it at home. Yeah. So, I mean, those are some of the things that I would suggest. But a little thinking about, you know, let me take a look at how I do things and how I can do them better, how I can be a better person, better human being, a better teammate, a better friend, but, you know, how I can learn to reach out and let other people reach to me. So I think a lot of thinking is the number one step. And then doing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do? I think that's great advice. And, uh, you know, I... I I just think waiting until things get better to then finally start doing something, uh, you're going to be behind the curve. And, you know, uh-huh. the, the more active you know, more active you can be now in those things that you talked about, reflecting upon the past and what you did well or not, and taking action to be ready and be appreciative and grateful for what you had before and come into it, you know, ready to go, truly ready to go uh, in a good headspace mentally uh, and physically. Uh, so that you're you can hit the ground running when things resume uh, in the fall, hopefully. And, so, and you know what I think another good idea is think about somebody who does your sport that you look up to. You know, whether it's a famous person or a coach or someone on your team, and find out what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, find out what they do, um, what they're doing right now to help them. You know what what are like what is um, um, you know, I don't know anything. <laughs> really, except for Lance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what what are those people doing right now? And if, and if you're a cyclist, you could get out there every day riding your bike. Yeah. I mean, you know, that this pandemic is not stopping people from going outside and riding their bike. Yeah. Yeah, that's fortunately for our sport we're we're still in most cases able to go and pursue it. And I know others are having a harder time because parks are closed and, um, you know, you might not be able to go to a gym to work out or go to uh, a facility or even a uh, an outdoor basketball park or soccer field or something along those lines. But, you know, yeah, you've got to get... Right, cre- but you can still, still run, okay? Yep. You can still do body weight exercises if you don't have weight. You can be doing push-ups and, you know, things and squats and things that you can do with your body weight. Um, you know, and if you do have weights at home, then you can be doing some, some weight work. There's, there's so many YouTubes, too, that you could be watching that can help you work out at home. Yeah. Well, you, you bring up some, some great advice on, you know, uh, I hadn't thought of the uh, – the DEN application uh, that the college has, which mm-hmm. has a lot of good resources and opportunities to engage with others. And then, of course, the athletes should already know by now that Coach Dylan Casper, he's been posting a lot of really good content on his Instagram page at Bobcat Strength. 
for those very things you just said, you know, body weight exercises and different things you can do to stay active. And I think, like you said, it's going to just take every trick in the book to stay on top of things uh, emotionally and physically. And, And the ones that do do these things are going to come out on the other side better people and better prepared. And those who don't, it's going to take them a you know a little bit longer time to catch back up to speed. Mm-hmm. I I totally agree with that. Well, Marla, I really appreciate your time today and sharing your perspective and and your insight and thoughts about this. And you know, really appreciate what you do for the college. And uh, yeah, thanks for being on Inside the Den. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And just remember that everybody can reach out to our counseling center. You know, just um, you can email um, me at genteelm at, you know, lmc.edu, and we can set up an appointment if you, if you need some help right now. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats.